What matters most to us in times of consequence? Is it wealth? Is it prestige and power? Is it likes or favorites? To me, in my life, what I hope to center is that friendship, family, empathy, compassion, quirkiness, humor, and hope will win out even amidst the fray of this transient and turbulent life. My name is Rob Lee. I'm a pastor, a public theologian, and author working at the intersection of faith and public life. I want this podcast to be a place where I interview those people who are exemplifying what it means to exist with complete abandon in this life. I want to know more about how they view themselves, their craft, and the world in which they live so that we all can imitate them. Together, we can reteach the world its loveliness. I hope you'll join me. Oh, thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. If you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be for me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. Y'all, I just love Mipso. They have a new album out, and I would encourage you, if you are able and willing uh, to check out their music um, beyond what you're hearing in our intro, they do such a good job uh, with it, with all their new stuff, all their old stuff. I love it all. I'm just so grateful uh, to know them, too. They're just good people, and they have amazing stuff that they offer the world, like so many of you who listen to this podcast. Uh, welcome to Beloved Journal. My name is Rob Lee. I am the host of this podcast, and today we have two guests. I think this is, uh, no, we've done this before. We've had more than one guest before, uh, but these two are rather special guests. They're really important to me, and you also may notice that today is Friday, not Saturday. We normally air our podcasts on Saturday morning at 2.30 a.m., but today, Friday, July 21st, 2023, is an important anniversary for these two girls and for me. Today marks two years of us being a forever family, and by now you're guessing that the girls that I'm talking to are Athena and Phoenix, my daughters. This is Athena's third appearance on the podcast. She'll be proud of that. I also know that this is Phoenix's first appearance, and she was proud to be doing it with her sister, her big sister who she looks up to. So today I thought I'd share with you a conversation we had at a park uh, full disclosure, there are moments where they get distracted by bees and other insects that are crawling around us in the park, but we have a great time nonetheless discussing what's happening. I will also flag for you that, that the episode doesn't end this time with the end of our interview. Uh, you can only talk to girls for so long before they get bored and want to go play back on the swing set, which you hear during the podcast. Uh, so to give us a little more time to talk, I offered up my story of how we came to adopt the girls and some tips for those of you who may be thinking about adoption and participating in that life-changing, life-altering reality that is the adoption process. So with that said, I am pleased to introduce, to reintroduce Athena Lee 
and to introduce for the very first time Phoenix Lee to Beloved Journal. Hello ladies, how are you? Good. Good? Good, good. You know what this week is? It's an important week. What are we getting ready to go to? The beach. Beach. Are you excited for the beach? Yeah! But do you know why we're going to the beach? No. No. You know what actually Friday marks? It's an important anniversary. What anniversary? What anniversary? It's the two-year anniversary of us being an official forever family. That's amazing. Then, then where was my birthday gonna be? Your birthday's in September. Don't worry. It's it's still gonna happen. This is just we're just celebrating today that you ladies came and became a forever family with us. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I don't. You don't know? You don't like being a forever family, Fifi? I like being a forever family. Oh, my Lord. Fifi, you are chaos. Especially with Maggie and Frank and Nana and Krabby and Daisy May and Gus and Lizzie. You like that? I really like Daisy. Why do you like Daisy so much? Because she's cute. She's cute? I like Daisy May a lot because her eyes are cute, her hair is cute. Even her little tail's cute. So, for those of you who are listening, Daisy is Nona and Krabby's, my parents' dog. Um, one of their dogs. They have Lizzie, right? Yep. And then they have Gus, the Schnauzer. Yep. And then they have Daisy, May May. Yeah. Right, Phoebe? Mm-hmm. And Dad the Fourth. I am, I am Robert Riley the Fourth. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> but let's talk about our forever family, though, for a second. What is your favorite memory with mom and dad? What is something you remember uh, that is your favorite? Fifi, you go first. Uh, my favorite thing is playing with daddy and mama. You like playing? My favorite is going to the beach with mommy and daddy our first time. That was a really special memory, and that was two years ago this week. Because <laughs> we were celebrating becoming a forever family. And you know, want to know something crazy? What? Dad was so tired. <laughs> and mom was too because we had worked really hard to make that happen so that you guys could have a forever family. Oh. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, and we're so lucky that you're part of our forever family. Yeah. I see a bee. I know you see a bee. We're actually recording outside, so there are bugs everywhere. But that's okay. I'll protect you. It's a you big do. fat bee. It's not going to hurt you. I think it's a good bee. There's a nest back here uh yeah cool but let's get back to the podcast okay okay so fifi huh what do you want to be when you grow up uh, a cat doctor you want to be a cat doctor and help cats yeah even though you're allergic to cats uh-huh. that's what you want to do mm-hmm. athena what do you want to be when you grow up a nurse you want to be a nurse and help people yeah like my nona what is your favorite part about going to school I'm learning. Learning. Because you get smarter. Yeah. And you learn to count to 100. Mm-hmm. Fifi, what about you? What's your favorite part about school? <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> what is your favorite part about school? I didn't know. You don't know, but you're getting ready to start pre-kindergarten. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe that? I don't want to go it. I'm helping her. I know you're helping her, but let her talk. Let her talk. I don't want to because I just... Like to stay at my school. Well, you you like to where you were at preschool, but now it's time to go to a different school. 
and that's good. Okay, let's talk about dance now. What is your favorite part about dance classes? Um, learning to dance. What's your favorite dance? My recital dance. Oh, you did do a good, uh, she works hard for her money? Yeah. Or be our guest? Be our guest. That was a good one. Phoebe, what about you? What do you like about dancing? Uh-huh. Like one and, and having fun. And having fun? Oh, my goodness. Well, that is great that you have fun. Okay, I've got some questions about your family now. Your forever families. So, what do you love most about mom? Um, seeing her smile. Mm, she does have a pretty smile. And a happy smile. Kind of like you. You have a happy smile. Not really when I'm, like, sad. But you get happy. Or mad. Yeah, you do get mad and sad sometimes. Vivi, do you get mad and sad sometimes? No. No? Just just chaos? Yep, the bee has a bee nest. Yep, we're going to get back to our podcast, though. So let's talk about uh, Dad. What's your favorite How thing about... How about Parker get right up there? You know, I don't know, but I do know that we got to get this podcast done. So <laughs> what is your favorite thing about Dad? Seeing him have fun with us. Yeah, I like to have fun with y'all. So, Athena, what is your favorite thing about your sister? Daddy, I've seen her have fun. You like her having fun, too? Oh, wow. And I love her so much. I know you do. Fifi, what is your favorite thing about your sister? I love her so much. She's a really good sister, isn't she? She's a good big sister. You guys are hugging right now. That's sweet. Doesn't happen often. Oh, and a kiss, too. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, what's your favorite thing about Frank? We're sweaty. It is hot out here. We're almost done, though. What's your favorite thing about Frank? Um, seeing him. Seeing him is your favorite thing? I'm, Phoebe, what's your favorite I thing about Frank? seeing him smile. You like seeing him smile? What's your favorite thing about Maggie Mae? Um, I like her because hers is a golden doodle. Golden doodles, and you like golden doodles? Yeah, and Maggie yeah, because it. hers like gold. Yeah. Phoebe, what were you going to say? And when Maggie that sounds... And Maggie and I know I love Maggie. Yeah, you're going to go on the record saying you love Maggie? Daddy. Yeah, Athena, what were you going to say um, about me with finding Maggie? Um, when Dad found her, um, her was only zero and her was a baby and now her's one. You are correct. She's getting older. She's growing up like and you are. And her's practicing to not be in the house. She's doing a good job. She's doing better, isn't she? Yeah. That's good. Uh. All right. Well, ladies, I am so lucky to be your dad. I love you very much. I I'm... love you. Can we be back to playing again? We can go back to playing in just a second. I want you to hear something, though. I know that sometimes um, I just need you to know how lucky I am that you guys chose me and I was able to choose you, and we continue to choose each other to be a family. And I know mom feels the same way. We're the luckiest parents alive. So we love you very much. Thank you for coming on my podcast. I love you. I love you. You're the best dad ever. Wow. The fact that I have that recorded uh, will most certainly get me through their teenage years and beyond. I'm grateful to Athena and Phoenix for coming on my podcast. In my faith tradition, we have this action in worship that having heard the word proclaimed, 
we now affirm the ways that the word has influenced our life. Now, what we heard just now uh, isn't found explicitly in Scripture, though it feels darn near close to Scripture for me. But the only way that some of you, after hearing that, can respond to what you have just heard is to wonder if adoption is part of God's plan for you. If that's the case, I want to offer you some context and tell my story, because I'm a firm believer in the power of adoption, having witnessed firsthand its triumphs and its uh, pitfalls, its joys and its sorrows. I thought I might offer you this story of the girl's adoption from my perspective, uh, so that you might see if there were any resonances for you. In 2020, I was pastor of Unifor Church, a community of faith that was primarily LGBTQ plus in the makeup of their congregation. Before I'd come to be their pastor, they had selected foster care ministry as part of their expression of work in the world, in large part because a lack of discrimination from the Department of Social Services in that area towards their community. That year, two young toddlers started attending church with their foster moms, and the only expression that I can find to offer was like that of Elizabeth seeing the Blessed Mother of our Lord. Something leapt simultaneously in Stephanie and me that these girls needed a home, a forever home that we could offer as a forever family. Now granted, Stephanie and I had not planned to have kids yet. We were not on that trajectory yet. But after months of weekly classes that met for hours on end, we found ourselves filling out affidavits and paperwork, background checks and financial disclosures. The girls came to live with us. In Valentine's Day of 2021, we had planned to go out for dinner that night, but got the call that they were moving to our house then and there. The legal adoption was a relatively quick process that was influenced by a confluence of events, and it was ultimately completed on July 21st of 2021. I want to note here that that is a relatively quick process. Again, it took very little time for us because of some scenarios and situations that happened that were unique to our situation. We celebrated by going to the beach, and we had the time of our lives. I remember both Stephanie and I were worn out. We were tired, and we've had the same sentiment since. We've been having the time of our lives, but we've been both really tired. I will not lie and suggest that any of this has been easy or simple or, um, or, or by the book, but I will be entirely honest that the only thing clear-cut in this whole scenario to this day is Stephanie's and my abundant and great love for these girls. They are ours, and we are theirs. We also know that there are others elsewhere that have loved them at various junctures in their lives, even beyond their biological parents. We lurk to respect that too, and find ourselves with more abundance than with lacking. One day I was talking to uh, Mark Miller, the famed United Methodist musician, uh, about a piece that I had written for adoption saying that adoption will always be the second scenario. I meant that it will always be second fiddle uh, to what was meant to be in the original order of things. That if things had gone right, adoption wouldn't be necessary. Mark pushed back on my sentiment and wondered if I was missing something there. He wondered if this was God's prevenient grace all along, grace that was working prior to us knowing it was grace in our lives. Now Mark or I am not suggesting that God put our girls in the trajectory of pain and suffering that would lead to adoption, but I am confident 
that it had not been for God's work in all our lives up to and beyond July 21st of 2021, I would be lesser a lesser man than I am now. My primary vocation and social location in life has always been that of a pastor. To me, I am at my best when I am able to declare the great, great love of God made evident in Jesus Christ. That said, I found my location and vocation to include one other title that is quite important to me now. That of being a dad. Now, if all of this is resonating with you and you're feeling that God might be pulling on your heartstrings to follow the same vocational calling, to have mom or dad as your name, then you should definitely follow the following suggestions that I'm going to make. Number one, work with a trusted institution like the Department of Social Services. As broken as they might be, they have systems in place that keep everyone accountable. I will caution against faith-based organizations because adoption is not an alternative to abortion alone. I am a pro-choice pastor at heart, and I don't think that's fair to the couples seeking to adopt or those seeking to be adopted to have a faith agenda about a fetus pressed upon them. Number two, remember that each scenario is unique and requires a lexicon all of its own. That said, you must be prepared for even the best-intentioned person to offer the worst possible takes and generalities on adoption. When I was on Twitter the other day, I saw tweets about adoption that in no way reflected our adoption story for, for who our girls are or who they are becoming, but it was painting in broad enough strokes to include all adoption stories, as if they knew all adoption stories in their heads and were able to compose them into the characters allotted for a tweet. I had to remember that both the fullness of my story, my girl's story, and the God involved in intimately in it is more encompassing than any tweet ever sent out. Number three, accept help. Whether it's from parents or friends or the Department of Social Services or your faith community that you participate in, allow the people who love you to love your next chapter. Trust that they mean when they say, when they say, to call them if you need them. Rely on and lean into their support. It will be a gift you will cherish for years to come. The hardest part is learning to accept help, but once you learn to accept that help, you will be grateful you did. Trust me from someone who has walked that road before. Number four. Finally, and to sum it all up, pay attention. Life will pass you by if you're not careful. Suddenly the toddlers are now little girls. Suddenly they will soon be teenagers. Suddenly they will soon be living their lives beyond our home. In it at all, I'm remembering that God is both with me and for me in my journey. The same is true for you. I'm remembering that it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be anxious about their well-being and their posterity because for me, it's become my posterity. Yet, even still, if you connect to a child in such a way that you would spend the rest of your life trying to keep up with them and love them enough to get them through life alive, I am a firm and ardent believer 
that God will work to bless even the most abysmal of situations. Even situations we ourselves mess up. You know, I want to stop here and, and kind of add a 4A, a, a second part of 4. As you're paying attention, remember that it's okay to apologize, to say I'm sorry, and remember that it's always important to end any uh, disagreement or misunderstanding with an I love you. Not a love that papers over things, but a love that remembers where you're coming from and where you're going. You see, I'm grateful that my daughters are my daughters. For a while, my, my biographical sketch that I would send out to churches and other places that I'd be speaking at would list them as my adopted daughters. And while that meets the letter of the law and is, is, is emphatically true, it pales in comparison to who they are on the inside. They are kind. They are smart. They are inquisitive, wise, brave, precocious, caring, empathetic, loving, and they are hopeful. Most importantly, they're mine. May God continue to bless me and all they come in contact with by their presence in the world. Thanks for listening to this special, uh, albeit different, episode of Beloved Journal. I'm grateful you're a listener. I'm grateful you're on this journey with me. And I know Athena is grateful that you listened to her second podcast this season. Beloved Journal is a podcast on a mission. Check out our other episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Today's podcast was hosted by the Reverend Rob Lee. Find him on Twitter at Rob Lee4 or on Instagram at Rev Rob Lee. You can find our social media on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Beloved Journal and finding our logo. Beloved Journal's theme music is a cover of the Golden Girls theme song done by Mipson. Seriously, they're the best band in the world. This podcast was the dream of Stephanie Lee and was produced by Maggie the Golden Doodle and Frank the Poodle. Go show the world that it's worth fighting for. And as always, thanks for listening.